Okay, it's the MEM podcast. We're finally here. About a month? Doing it. It hasn't been a month, but it's been like three weeks at least. No, it's been longer than that. No, we did the one where it screwed up and then we had to come back in the studio and that didn't happen because I started having a plethora of computer problems, oh, which yeah. has been a complete and utter nightmare. Uh, but I think I have it licked now, to be honest with you. Um, hopefully. Well, I think we really got our whole situation licked, finally. I think so. I think it's going to make it a lot easier to do them. That's for sure. Oh, I think so, too. July 16th. Yeah, we squeaked her in. We still got a week left. <laughs> went and bought myself a microphone that sounds very similar to Matt's. Well. You would never know that we're Skyping it. No. But, hey, if it works, it works. And that's all that matters, right? Oh, and I got to fix my squeaky chair. Sorry, folks. Yeah, now we're going to be able to hear his chair and stuff like that. <laughs> now, now he's going to try not to move and he's going to keep moving and, and make more noise. That's why I got rid of my rolly office chair. Yeah. Because I like leaning back in it too much. And I think I just need to tighten it. I'm going to look at that tomorrow. Oh, there you go. And I think, like I said, I got to get one of the microphone stands, like one of yours. Yeah, well, funny enough, you say that. I took one down, so. Perfect. And I I think there's going to be one or two more coming down. Well, even until I just buy one, I kind of know what my setup's going to be like. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be ordering a new one myself that's a little more uh, hefty. Especially considering how much I'm down here and on this thing, so. Oh, yeah, you're on it even more than I am. Yeah, especially when I'm messing around with uh, uh, Ryan's uh, internet radio station. I'm on here a lot, so. No more TV for me, really. Not much, anyway. Not much. So what have you been up to, bro? Uh, even been kind of keeping tabs on what's been going on out in the RC world? Um, here and there. Um, not as much as... Uh, normally would but it it, the summer is an exception for me because of how busy my work gets in the summer months it's just kind of the nature of the beast right really you (laughs) dildo he's still figuring things out apparently yeah i got lots to figure out here so (laughs) no um just summer summer's different for me just because how busy it is so it's really hard for me to really stay so on top of um, everything that's going on in RC. You know what I mean? Well, I know exactly what you mean. You'd have more opportunity to do that than I would. I was going to say, I do absolutely nothing. (laughs) And staying on top of it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't, there there hasn't been a whole heck of a lot of new stuff. Like, obviously there's been new stuff and um, I was, I know earlier today we were talking about uh, the the Spectrum, what is it, the DX6R or whatever it is? Running um, like Android. An, yeah, an Android-based operating system. I like the idea of it. I, I really do. Um, but it's a Spectrum. And I don't think I could ever go back to a Spectrum. I think it's also one of those things where it's like, do you really need that in your controller? I mean, I guess it saves you from having to plug in a hot wire and... Like for the Tekken, because I saw it running the Tekken uh, Hotwire software. Oh, nice. See, I didn't even get that far into the video. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. Just a picture. Wow. And I kind of did the, well, don't you still need to plug it into the ESC with a cable? Yeah, probably. So you know what I'm saying? Like, unless it can do it over 
wirelessly, then okay, fine. Hmm. I know Gropner has that ability. If you run a Gropner ESC with the radio with that hot stuff they have with the, yep. you, you can actually do that. You can change settings in the ESC and then restart the ESC from the remote and drive. But realistically, who's going to do that in the middle of a race? Well, that's true. But when you think about it in the sense of like, you know, guys like us who get very limited practice time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When we're up on the stand, if you think about it, if we could go into a remote, you know, change, say we're running one of our four-wheel drive buggies with a mod in it, right? So you can change timing, stuff like that. You know, say you put a setup in it, in the ESC, you throw it out there, you don't really like it, so you pull it off to the side. You change a few things. Just imagine being able to stand on the stand, change it, hit a button, wait two seconds, and then drive it with a completely different profile or setup on it. I mean, I guess if you were out on the track and you were doing that awful and it actually would give you an advantage to try to catch back up, but you're going to lose. Oh, you're absolutely going to lose time. You're not going to... I mean, if you could do that and still place first, I'd be impressed. (laughs) I don't think you'd be able to do that. But I'm thinking of it more for uh, like a a tuning aspect. uh, Yeah, I guess maybe while you're putting down your practice laps, eh? Mm -hmm. That's, That's what I mean. From that aspect of it, I love the idea of it. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. I do. I really do. I want to see more manufacturers do that, but there's not a whole lot of manufacturers that also make radios and ESCs, right? So I think as time goes on, it's going to get more and more popular because once one company does it, everybody's going to jump on it. And of course, they're going to have to do it too, right? Yeah. And I know I've heard that apparently Gropner is working on a module um, that'll allow you to do it with any ESC on the market, but that's... That's going to be sticky waters to get into when you think about it. Well, just think about how easy it is to fry an ESC. True. Now, we've never lost one flashing it, like with the updated firmware or changing settings. No, no. Sure, it can happen. Yep. I guarantee it can happen. I guarantee it can happen. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I just, I haven't, uh, I haven't paid as much attention to what's going on in the RC world. And it's almost going to be like, if we don't pick up our socks and start paying more attention, we're going to be so far behind. <laughs> oh, I know. Because <laughs> it's, it's so such cool. a dramatically changing market uh, and, and industry and hobby on a day-to-day basis. I know the live RC guys went and did, uh, what was it? Uh, they worked with ESPN and did the drone racing stuff. The drone races. Yeah, and then all their flights got canceled. I know, I kind of saw some posts uh, from a couple of the guys. We should reach out uh, to Eric and see if he wants to come on. And Oh, I'm sure it. he'll come on and tell us about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. We'll save that for uh, maybe our next one. We'll try to line it up with him. Yeah, we could do that. Have you? Did you see the Kyosho RB 6.6? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I think I just saw a post about it. It's kind of nifty. I know uh, Kara, uh, I don't want to screw up her Tompkins? last name. Is it Tompkins? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah she, she's got one, and it was, uh, I guess apparently it's got like a four-gear and a three-gear lay-down transmission option on it. Oh, nice. So it's pretty nifty. You know, I, I, I used to have a Kyosho RB5, and, and you know I love that two-wheel drive buggy. It was just, <sighs> parts are getting hard to get, and, you know, Kyosho are not 
an inexpensive kit by any stretch of the imagination. Now, I know a lot of people will say you pay for what you get, but at the same time, when you got two competitors such as TLR and Associated that are able to sell kits for half of what a Kyosho kit is, it's kind of hard to swallow that pill. And, you know, not a, there isn't like every other guy running Kyosho or girl for that matter running Kyosho that has spare parts available. You know what I mean? If, if it's Associated or, a TLR, you, more than likely the guy two or three pits down from you has a part. Well, and that seems to be just in our area, right? Is associated in TLR seems to be the... Yeah, true. That That is true, too. Part that everybody has. I, I know, obviously, in other other areas, there's probably a little bit more... Um, what you're call it there? Probably more diversification, right? And I mean, again, if there was a hobby shop nearby that sold everything... You know, and the there was more racing in the area. Of course, you'd have more different brands on the track, right? Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. I'm just kind of looking at it here because I haven't seen a whole lot about it, and I haven't. There you oh, go again. Stop doing that. You gotta remember what you're doing there, big guy. Yeah. So it looks like it's got a low down midship transmission, which is like a three gear lay down, mm. um, and then it's got a four go- a four gear midship. They call it. Um, which is kind of like the four gear we're kind of used to seeing. Um, right. And then they also got a three gear. So those are the, those are the options. Hmm. It's pretty nifty. Yeah, there's been a lot of development because even TLR now has got the lay down transmission for the 22 3.0. Yeah, well, and then look at Associated. They come up with a whole new... They, do, they pull a, an X-ray, well. in my opinion, and they come up with two specific cars, one for dirt specifically, and then one for more stuff like carpet and in the high traction stuff like we're used to racing on. Yep. And then, of course, now, there's... about the 22 2.0 coming out? Or it uh, is out? It is out. No, it is out. I, I know um, we, with the whole uncertainty of what's going on for racing for us, um, I've kind of put a friggin' hold on building any new car because it's just... I've already got... You know, a two-wheel drive short course truck, a two-wheel drive buggy, a four-wheel drive buggy, you know, plus a four-wheel drive short course truck. Like, I don't need to add another car right now when I don't know how much I'm going to get to race this winter. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, as much as I would love to, to put a, a, a TLR car in the stable, because like I said, I got nothing on the TLR cars. I'm not, you know, like, a, you know me, I'm a diehard associated guy and I love my associated cars, but I'm the first to admit, like, I was turning pretty fast laps with year 224. Now, if it were mine and I drove it like it were mine, I could probably go a lot faster with it. It's just the reality of it. Well, you know what I'm like. Like, I'll push your car, but I don't want to push it to the brink of what I would my 443, because you know that how I drive my 443. Oh, yeah. So, which is kind of wild, because I remember the first time I put it down on the track and I started driving it, I'm like, hey, go easy. Go easy. Go easy. Now it's just... <laughs> There's no going easy. Wide open. Let's go. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's been a hot last couple of weeks and. Oh, it's been crazy. The temperature we've been getting. I'm kind of glad we don't have any, um, any racing going on. To be honest with you, I wouldn't want to be outside for an entire day. Not being able to escape the heat. Like at least at work, I can get into the truck and, you know, drive between calls. So I get to kind of cool off that way. But, uh, yeah, I feel bad for all those construction workers and that out there. We're just not used to this. Well, yeah, I know. Like, it's just, it's the humidity that's the worst part. The heat isn't such the problem for me. Like, the heat doesn't bother me. But the humidity, it's just, it's, 
It's the the air feels heavier. It's just it's that constant just like a sauna kind of heat. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And the second you move, you're just sweating your nuts off. Yeah, tell me about it. You don't even have to move. I didn't have to think about sweating, and I sweat today. Oh, today, the last two weeks, I've been sweating pretty much as soon as I get out of the truck. Lots of water. That's all. Lots of water. God, I can't believe how expensive hubs are. Are we for real right now? B6 aluminum rear hubs in black from Shield oh. for 50 bucks. That's ridiculous. But I do like them because they got removable um, ball cup, uh, like uh, ball stud standoffs. So, you know, when people snap a ball stud, normally if you have an aluminum uh, rear hub, that's got like the you know the holes drilled in that the hub's pretty much useless right unless you can somehow manage to back that that bottom chunk of the screw off that's still in there. Mm-hmm. So with Shield, I don't know if you've seen them or not, but they've actually designed a piece that actually screws onto the hub that the ball stud goes into. So when you do break a ball stud, you can just change that single part. Right, right. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> so, dude. Yep. Have you seen this guy that turned his cat into a drone? Oh my God, what a crap storm that started on my Facebook. My wife shared it on my Facebook and it's like, oh my God. Is it morbid? Absolutely. Uh, would I do it? Hell no. But to each their own. Like He had a door put like cut out of this pelt, I guess you would call it. So he could get access to the inside. Yeah, he had it like he had the the the, the fur prepped like as if he was gonna get stuffed. I know. I got the video right here. It's so morbid. It's just so weird. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm jumping all over the place. But it's just... It's all good. Uh, oh, I just don't know why you would do this. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm watching the video without any audio and I'm just in awe. So what else have you been up to, Matt? You did some camping there. Yeah, me, uh, me, the wife, and the kids all went camping, and uh, it actually went quite well. I was, I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> when we finally got to where we were camping, I started setting up the tent and everything like that, and I was just kind of waiting for my wife to go, oh, what did I get myself into? We can go get a hotel room. Uh, I was wait- <laughs> waiting for that, and it never happened. Surprisingly enough, she, uh, she camped like a champ for one that said she would never camp. Not even six months Yogi ago. Park, right? Yeah, we went to the Yogi Bear Park um, camping park deal in uh, just outside of Barrie. Right. I think it's just outside of actually Brantford, Ontario. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what city it's in, but close enough. Well, what what's funny is is it's very similar to like what's happened here in town up on Great Northern Road. You know how it's been all developed and, and stuff like that over the last right. few years. So just down the road from this place that used to be all farmland is now, you know, there's a Super Walmart, there's a McDonald's, there's a Tim Hortons, there's this, there's that. There's everything down there. Well, we didn't realize that. So, of course, we brought everything we'd absolutely need for the entire weekend in the cooler and said, we'll just go get ice or whatever. And now at least we know that that's there, all that's there, so we don't have to pack so much. But apparently not too, too long ago, none of that stuff was there. You know what I mean? Like five years ago, most of that wasn't, in existence. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Well, it's not even really camping, right? <laughs> well, they call it, I guess my wife calls it glamping, which is, uh, I, I don't, I don't get the concept behind it. I'm assuming it stands for maybe glamorous camping. 
<clears throat> like there's bathrooms, there's showers, but we still slept in a tent on an air mattress without power. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't like when we were kids, we would set the tent up in the backyard and run an extension core out there and bring, you know, the, the, the 19 inch tube television with our, you know, Sega Genesis or whatever out there and play video games all night. It wasn't like that. On this before? Yeah. <laughs> a lot as a kid. Used to camp in the backyard all the time, pretty much all summer. Stay up till five in the morning. And then, of course, we'd stay up really late, go to bed. And, well, you know how it works in the summer when the sun comes up. It starts getting hot inside the tent. So we're all up by 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning because it's too hot in the tent. So, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got really lucky when we went. It, the, the weather couldn't have been better. Um, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't overly hot. It got hot on the Saturday when we went to the zoo into downtown Toronto, um, but they, wouldn't, they, had, they hadn't forecast for that. It was supposed to be cloudy all day, and right. um, just the, the wind blew the clouding away, and the sun came out, and oof, yeah, it got warm. Glad I wore shorts. <laughs> but yeah, we went camping, so we're going again, too. That's the best part. Because you're going to do some school shopping, right? Yeah, the wife's going to do some school shopping, and more or less, I'm probably just going to sit around the camp and drink beer. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no. I might charge up that little eight, 18th scale uh, little thing and bring it with me. Oh, the oh, you got it fixed? Oh, yeah, it's been fixed for a while. I got the parts for probably a month after I ran over it when the kids were driving it. The little oh, one there? What? You know Bro. the one that I won? Yeah. Yeah, it's been fixed for a while. It's just been sitting and I haven't been using it. I still can't get over how fast those little things were at the, the spring fling last year. Like this oh. past April? Because there were a couple of them out there racing. Wild, eh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Dialing. On Skype. I got to figure out how I can mute so you don't hear what I'm doing. Uh, that I can't tell you. See, I have the ability to do the mix minus, so you don't hear anything unless it's on the channel. I say, who are you trying to call? Ghostbusters. Do, 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 do. Did you hear more dial tone? Yeah, I heard you beep again. Did you go, uh... Even though I muted you? <laughs> hold me closer, tiny Danzig. That's funny. What? Instead of hold me closer, tiny dancer, you know, like the Elton John show uh, song? Oh, yeah. There's this meme on, on Facebook called Hold Me Closer Tiny Danzig, and it's got a little shrunken version of Danzig and Alton John holding. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Only you, dude, bro. Bill Murray, every Olympic event should include one average person competing for reference. <laughs> That'd be funny. So, yeah. So, who are you trying to call? What are you trying to do? Did you see the new Ghostbusters? No. I did. It wasn't horrible. I enjoyed it. Apparently, a lot of people didn't, but... Okay, let's see if this works. Okay. We're just going to do it live right on the show. Who cares? Who are you calling? Are you calling him already? Oops. Hello. Hello? Hello. How are you good, sir? 
Good. How are you? We're good. I didn't even tell Matt when we were calling you. What? A, I knew he was up to something because he's over there freaking beep, boop, bop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> Often into a digital land, not paying attention to the show. This guy gets a new toy and he starts doing all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> That's the norm for all of us, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. A new toy will play. How long so we, did you spend setting up that mic, Mike? What's that? How long did you send, spend setting up that microphone? Oh, uh, I'm going to just have to buy a board. Uh, why? Are you having a problem? No. Oh, I was going to say. I, I can click an hour to get it to sound right. Oh, well, I, can, I, I was going to say, I could call him from my end if you wanted. Oh, he sounds yeah. fine. Okay. I wasn't sure if you are having complications. Right. So I had messaged Eric. Uh, it's Eric Jensen, by the way, that we have on the phone. Yeah, for those of you that don't know the familiar voice, he's a three-peater. He's been on the show three times. Three? Was it three? I thought it was only two. This was the only second one, I think. No, we had you on live. We did exactly yeah. the same thing last time. We just called you randomly. Well, no. Yeah. Or did, oh, then that means we've had him on four times because we had him on the one time when he was working. Mm-hmm. We had him on... Live at the Spring Fling. Oh yeah, yeah, the Spring Fling. I forgot. And then if we randomly called him again after the Spring Fling, then we this is the fourth time we've had him on. Yeah, I think we had a conversation with him before the Spring Fling on the phone. I think so. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. So tell us all about the drone racing this weekend. Ah uh, yes, the drone nationals. Um. It happened at uh, Governor's Island in New York. Um, it was uh, fantastic. There was a lot of things going on. And, uh, it was cool that there was a huge you know, national drone race put on an island in, in New York, which is you know, you know, a great city. Um, yeah, it, was, it was pretty spectacular. Um, we were doing uh, live RC was the official. Um, I guess I don't know the exact way to say it, but we were uh, officially um, doing the broadcasts on ESPN three. Like announcing. So, yep, doing all the announcing, all the uh, all this, the camera work and stuff you saw on ESPN three was all all done by live RC crew. Uh, we had the trailer out there and everything. Um, doing our broadcast, um, and we had a couple other helpers uh, doing stuff with us. Um, um, Kendall Mark did a lot of uh, interviews. Um, she's done a lot of uh, other kinds of. Uh, I don't really know for sure. I didn't really get much of a chance to talk to her, but she's done a lot of other stuff with uh, uh, different news and sporting events and stuff like that. And, um, and ironically enough, she's from Minneapolis, who two of our um, other um, workers, uh, crew, uh, fellow crew members were also from Minneapolis. And uh, uh, one of them says, yeah, I, I've seen it a lot on different stuff around Minneapolis, too. So she was she was fantastic. Um, and uh, we did a little piece with uh, Dalton Grover. Um, she's from... Oh boy, I might screw this up. I think she's from Airviews. 
Um, and, you know, did, did some stuff with her too. So uh, they were awesome. Yeah, it's great to work with them. Yeah, I believe the Kendall Mark that you're talking about, I just did a quick Google of her, and she's with Airviews News as well. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, 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 that's right. She was with Airviews, my mistake. Uh, and Ken, or, um, Dalton Grover was part of a, a STEM thing, science, technology, what is it, engineering and math, I think, um, with, oh, God, what is it called? Adventures, I think. Hmm. Like educational ventures. That's cool. Wild. Yeah. Wild. The only crappy thing is yeah. it was on ESPN and we're Canadian. And we don't get it. <laughs> I know. We actually, we had a little discussion about that with just amongst our crew that is like, well, the only downfall to it being on ESPN3 is that, um, I don't know if the complete truth of this, but I think it can only be viewed in the U.S., um, and then it has to be through like your cable provider. So you have to use your cable provider logon mm-hmm. uh, um, info. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know their cable info, your username and password, because a lot of people don't use it. You know, usually like if you get a, you know, if you get like a satellite dish, you know, you know, if you're getting satellite company A. They usually provide you like a an email username password for it. Most people don't use it, so they don't remember it. So that's a little unfortunate. However, I, it live on live RC then. Right, we could not. Yeah, it was not uh, the contract stated. You know, we couldn't. It could not be rebroadcasted in any sort of fashion at all. Um, uh, which was totally fine. It, it was cool that uh, you know ESPN was uh, willing to work with uh, the Drone Sports Association. That's that was the um, that was the main sanctioned body that put this race on. Um, ESPN and Drone Sports Association, you know, worked out a deal that you know they could put it on ESPN three, um, and that was great. And then we were provided the opportunity to do that. So uh, I think that's it was awesome for. <laughs> the whole RC industry, right? What was that? I said it's kind of a big thing for the whole RC industry. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, it's definitely going to open some doors where we could do not just drone racing, but other stuff. Exactly. Um, now, that, now that we've had experience doing a show on ESPN and talking with the, the people at ESPN and knowing um, what we know now, um, this totally seems feasible to do other uh, other things, you know, whether it be car racing or whatever else. Well, even you know, uh, something like Axial Fest or something. Yeah, yeah, because that's been that's been huge. I don't really, I, frankly, I don't follow it, um, but I have been listening to uh, like uh, Tim Smith's TSR Racing podcast. Yep. Um, and you know he talks a lot about uh, about it a lot, and I'm also like real good friend with Charlie Swanka, who is one of our announcers for the drone race. Um, and he's, you know, he goes to the Axio Fest also. So that yeah, I, I pay attention enough to know that that's huge. Oh yeah, it's a huge thing in the yeah. rock crawling community. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think it's exciting to, to know that it's on TV. It's just it's a shame that it was on a station that, you know, you had to subscribe to. And, well, again, we're Canadian. Yeah. We don't get. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you open small doors before you open big doors. Right. Yep. Very true. Well, my understanding, I don't quote me on this. Maybe I shouldn't say it. I'll say it. Um, my understanding is that ESPN three is more like their test market. Um, and like I said, don't quote me on this for all your listeners. Um, I, it's just what I, I think I ever heard somebody say something about that, that the, it's kind of like their test market. They, they put their stuff on the, on the website and if it does really well, yeah, then ESPN can go, well, Hey, we want to put this on ESPN or ESPN two actually put on TV. Yeah, which is more mm-hmm. prime time, right? Right, yeah. That makes exactly. perfect sense. That's wild. It still is just mm-hmm. wild when you think about it. Yeah. Probably just interfacing with those people to put on that type of a show must have been an experience in itself. Yeah. Um, there's There was a ton of work that went into it. We were... Um, there was just a ton of conference calls. Brandon was on. I was a part of some of them, um, even in weeks leading up to this event, you know, with the Drone Sports Association guys, um, the guys at ESPN, um, uh, and all that stuff, trying to coordinate and organize everything. Um, so, yeah, just a ton of stuff went into it. And then um, they had the... Uh, the world's the drone world's race is going to happen in Hawaii, I believe, in October. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Hawaii in October. That's yeah. a good time to me. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing anything RC related yourself, Eric, or you just kind of been on cruise control? Um, not much as of lately. There's been. Um, our local club really doesn't, you know, like, I'm more of an awful guy. They do some on-road stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they always do it on, you know, weeknights, and I work nights, so I can't uh, can't do any on-road racing, which is okay. I, I've, not, I've done a little bit on-road racing, and um, just don't like it as much as I like off-road. So, um, and the off-road stuff we just don't do in the summer. And then... Uh, our local there's a local off-road track, but I've I kind of quit doing that, doing the outdoor off-road stuff, um, mostly because of tire expense. Um, I'd rather spend my money on flying real planes than than the than the tire bill of eight scale off-road. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it ain't cheap. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I know you've been doing a lot of flying, eh? Yeah, I've been trying. That's been. Uh, busy the last few weeks, but uh, I need to get back out because it's been a few weeks since I've been on the plane. I always love checking <clears throat> pictures. Yeah. You so, know, actually, uh, I got a good story for you about the plane. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, last, I went up, um, I went up the day before we left for uh, New York, um, and I went out for a night flight, and the plane just came off the ground. All of a sudden, I hear this really loud bang, constantly bang, 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 bang. And I'm like a little freaked out. And so I'm like, okay, 
is it the engine? Check everything over. It's not the engine. It feels, the plane feels fine. So it continued on the whole time. It's just banging away. And it sounds like a panel is loose on the outside of the plane. Um, this plane I'm flying does not have a uh, cargo door, so the door's not open because there isn't one. Um, I come back to land, and I park the plane. I start inspecting the whole plane over. Can't find anything wrong with it. And, and by the way, when I was coming back in, when I got down to about 55 or 60 knots, the noise went away. So I knew that it was, like, wind-related uh, and speed-related. Right. And uh, I parked the plane, looked at the whole thing over, and I can't find anything loose on it. I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What if the seatbelt was hanging out <laughs> and out the door? So I started tapping at the seatbelt on the outside of the plane and for those spots, and I can't find anything that was loud enough to create that noise. I was like, wait a minute, I'm just banging on the door, so, you know, because the door is open as I'm doing this. So I start banging on the outside of the door, and that's what it was. <laughs> this is the seatbelt banging on the door, but man, it sure woke me up. I was going to say, I bet you that had your uh, heart in your stomach. Yeah, yeah, especially being at night, not having a good place, you know, if there was, if it was an actual engine problem. Right. Um, finding a good place to put it back down on was, is definitely much more difficult um i actually the runway there was long enough that i could have set it right back down on the runway mm-hmm. um which actually crossed my mind for a split second until i realized that it was not a power issue once i realized the engine was running fine and i still had oil pressure and everything that was good um then you know i just uh, decided to carry on um so yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a scare. <laughs> <Seat belts are laughs> yep, got a seat belt hanging out the door. Oh man, that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would. I would be like, yeah, okay, we can just land now. I'm good. Yep, thanks. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'm glad I didn't have a passenger with me because I'm sure we'd have freaked the heck out of them. <laughs> I bet. I bet you were regretting not flying to New York. Yourself? I, you know, I, I kind of was, but, and it was funny because I actually drove out with them. I actually, I had plane tickets to fly out there, but uh, I was feeling, I was feeling a little behind on what we, what we, um, the things we could do, we, you know, that we needed to do. So I figured I could drive out with them, and that way I could work on some stuff while we're driving. Right. Um, it was just, uh, you know, some of the computer stuff we just needed to do. Like, we were still working on some of the graphic stuff. Um, and, you know, making sure that stuff was all ready and uh, working just fine. Because we, we created, like, all new graphics package and everything. Awesome. Um, yeah, so. But, yeah, it, it, at one point during the drive, I was like, you know, if I had flown myself, I'd have been there by now. <laughs> well, I was more referring to your flight home. Oh, yeah, the flight home. <laughs> yeah, like they're a fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah Delta apparently had a problem. That uh, I'm sure a lot of people have probably heard that uh, the, the Delta's Atlanta uh, base station apparently, as they claim, had a power outage and the computers were down for many hours, delaying all the flights. Of course. But, uh, 
Fortunately, it wasn't too bad. I think I was only delayed about three hours. It's actually not so. that bad, considering what some people go through. Yeah, considering I think yeah. some people's flights altogether got canceled. So, but what happened yeah, to your sister? Exactly. There? Yeah, I know. There's a the nice thing was a lot of people had transferred their, their tickets to other airlines, and so when I got on the plane, I had a whole row to myself. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And then uh, there was a guy. Well, there was one of the guys from the. A drone race was that we were sitting to talking at the airport, and he ended up he ended up sitting right behind me, and then the row next to me was completely empty. So he moved and took that whole row to himself. Why not? You know, craziness. You know, I can't get over it. Drones on television, flights being canceled, and the one guy that could have flown yeah. himself there and home had to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a kick in the pants. Well, that might change in the future. I'm working on it. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't be great. We just got to get him his old yep. 747. Yeah. Now, nah, I just need a little freaking Learjet or something like that. True. Yeah, exactly. In and out, bang. You yeah, like uh, Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden? He's got his own 747. <laughs> yeah, did you see that a while ago, what happened to it? No, a, bun- a bunch of a bunch of uh, a bunch of guys in one of the things that moves the planes around somehow, it the plane became disconnected from it, and actually ran into something and like uh, m- messed up like two of the engines. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, wow. like yeah, <laughs> big I did bucks. not see that. No, yeah, I know that guy's insane. Flies his own damn forty-seven. That's great. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool! You just got off stage and you've been partying, and going how hard, and you're gonna fly us where now? Oh, right, right on, yeah. cool. Well, isn't it John Travolta has his own airport at his house? Well, you, no, he lives yeah. in a community that has an airport, but that's how oh, it all okay. is. The houses are right on the strip. All oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's another one, yeah. Yeah, there's actually um, a city or town right outside of Madison that has its own airstrip with houses on either side of it and hangars and everything. Huh. No, it's only like, it's probably about a 20-minute drive from my house, 25 minutes or so. So they live on an airport. Yep, basically. Hmm. You know. It's like that's, living on a farm. That's wild, isn't it? No. So I was asking you there, Eric, are you still riding your bike a lot? Um, I haven't been riding my bike much. Actually, I've only ridden once this year. Oh, no. And uh, um, I actually, I took a ride that was probably too long for my first ride of the year. Um, <laughs> but it ended up working out fine. I, I just, I knew well enough not to ride too hard so I could make it all the way. It, it, we've got like two big lakes where, where I live here. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one of the most common things is to ride around with one of the lakes. So that's what I did. I rode around one of the lakes, and it was it's almost 14 miles all the way. Mm. Good for you, man. I did that. Yeah, did that for my first ride of the year. <laughs> I was a little sore. But Had a little bump. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That'd get uncomfortable. It's so. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how sore my butt cheeks would be after that. Like, oh man. Yeah, and that was most of it too. It wasn't even the legs were even that bad. It was mostly the butt. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. 
So it stops me every time I get on the bike. I ride it down to the end of the street and I turn around and come back and be like, yep, that's good enough for today. (laughs) (laughs) So you just do that every day. Eventually it won't be so bad. I know, right? Yeah, that's the key. Get onto the street and back twice. (laughs) Yeah, I'll fall over eventually. That's what'll happen. That's part of it. Oh. So, well, I guess that's all we got then, really. Oh, actually, I wanted to ask, did you guys end up having to move locations, the club? Uh, no, not at the moment. We're still in the same building. Um, and, yeah, I guess when I talked to you last, it was, you know, they were talking we might have to move. Yeah. Um, we're paying a little more in rent right now, um, but it wasn't, you know, too much out of what we could afford. Um, and my understanding, I wasn't really a part of the, what the actual decision, but I'm pretty sure what happened is we decided to do, to go with the six months and, you know, this so price. Unfortunately, I think that six months is up at the end of September, um, which is, you know, then they can reevaluate how much it's going to be, which kind of stinks because if it ends up being too much, that's right about when we want to start racing again. You know, so it would kind of stink if we'd have to, you know, we can't afford it and we have to find a new place right when we, uh, right right when when we yeah. want to get started. Yeah. That so, would stink. Can't be any worse than where yeah. we're at. Yeah. So we'll just have to wing it, see what happens and, you know, hope for the best. Well, yeah, hopefully it all works out, because I definitely want to come down there and race maybe twice this yeah. year. Ooh, all right. Not once, but yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll just move down there. Forget it. Yeah, I got a joke for you guys. Oh, boy. Oh. If you were stranded on an island and you could only bring three items, what would you bring? Michael Phelps, a saddle, a stick with a gold medal tied to the end of it. <laughs> that's a okay. That's corny. That's a good one. That's a good one. Now, you don't watch the Olympics much, I know. But no, but I know Michael Phelps. Abs on it. I seen Dude. a I seen a meme of him online. Uh, what is it? Oh, I gotta try it. Hang on, I gotta find it. I'll find it. Hang on. You keep talking. That is unbelievable. You watch any of it, Eric? Um, I have not been able to. Um, I don't. Um, I don't have cable in my room anymore. Okay. I, I refuse to. I refuse to pay for it. My roommate has it up in the living room, but since I work nights, yeah, I don't get to see any of the prime time stuff. Right. Right. Okay. I seen it. I seen it. So it, it's got him. The picture of him. And it says, winners don't smoke weed. Champions do. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Come on, right? Another one is, yeah. don't, don't smoke weed, they said. You'll never be the most decorated Olympian of all time, they said. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's, uh, Oh, that's a funny one. I'm going to send this one to you guys. Uh-oh. This one's more of a visual. 
Same image. Actually, uh, speaking of jokes and memes, I saw a great meme on uh, Facebook a couple weeks ago. Um, it said, uh, nine months before I was born, I went to a party with my dad and went home with my mom. <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the one where it's the meme and it says a picture of me from way back when and it's a picture of a sperm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I like that one where it shows at least a one one race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. <laughs> oh, I did nine months on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Pat, that one is just, just great. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's a visual one, though. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Uh, terrible. Right on, Eric. Well, yeah, we can let you go good. here. Well, thanks <laughs> for coming on. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, well, thanks for thanks for contacting me. And, um, I actually have more news for you, but I can't really say anything yet because the official uh, release has not been released. Oh, so when we're not recording. Let's just say, uh, keep an eye out on LiveRC.com. I'm sure you'll see some interesting news in the next few days or so. Oh, this is... Or early next week, maybe. Well, that being said, I think we're going to take a little break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding. We'll uh, uh, be back in a few minutes. All right. Well, thanks, guys. All right, Eric, thanks for coming on. And uh, actually, no joking aside, we are actually going to take a little break before we let Eric go. So uh, we'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a custom T-shirt, hoodie, pit mat, or even custom vinyl for your house or home? Look no further than Dutch Oven Designs. They take pride in giving you the highest amount of detail in your design that is possible. All this while offering their products at a reasonable cost. Dutch Oven Designs. Quality is just a standard for them. Okay, we won't make it listen to it too long. I'm still learning this new uh, SoundForge compared to the uh, the old one. It's the NBM podcast. We're back from our little break. It wasn't that long, but it was long enough. We almost got an hour in, and I think we're going to call it a show, uh, only because I think we're going to try and do this a little more often now that Mike's got himself a nice little setup. It'll be uh, a lot easier to do, and the quality will be there. I think what we do is, is for our listeners, if you don't get a podcast every 14 to 16 days, <laughs> drive us nuts. No, drive Mike nuts, please. I, I have this job thing requirement that requires me to use both hands to do my job. And when I have to stop every five minutes because I'm the kind of person who can't stand hearing a message come in and not answer it. So harass Mike. If it's after 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, harass me all you want. How's that sound? Good? I think it sounds great. Way. But yeah, I think we're going to try and do this a little more often. Um, I guess it's time to start uh, delving back into the world of RC and getting ourselves caught up with all the new stuff, uh, what we've been missing out on, uh, race results, etc., etc., etc. And then, of course, we're going to do a couple of different things every once in a while. We might play some music. As you guys noticed, there's been some different music played uh, on this show for the opening and coming back from a commercial. 
Um, just if you're interested in what those songs are, one was Revolution by Diplo, and the other one was Candy from uh, by Dylan Francis. So uh, those are those two songs. And I think we're going to probably do like a battle of the songs in future episodes. Mike's going to pick three songs. I'm going to pick three songs. Add them to the end of the podcast, you know? Pretty much. Even if we just put them together after the show and yeah, you know, I'm in. And then you guys can let us know who picked the better three songs. Nice. I like that. Yeah, don't you? If they get that far. <laughs> we know they'll listen to the end of the show for sure because it's music, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, as long as they don't fast forward through it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put in the notes. Music starts at blah, blah, blah. I think we're going to have to do a podcast right after that news that we were told about. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely so look for something next week. Uh, I know I'm going to I'd like to try and do these like on a biweekly basis. So that way I'm not doing two podcasts a week. That way I'm doing one one week, one another week. So if if everything pans out the way it should be, it should. uh, I would think next week uh, you and I will do another one. And then the week after I'll be back in the studio with Tim. Perfect. If I can get it to work out that way. I say we just record whenever we can. Well, we can do that too. We can just start putting stuff in the bank. And then if we have a little collection to give them, then that's even better. Because I know how much you guys like it. And um, truly from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate the, the guys that listen regularly and have stuck around and enjoy what we do. Because um, without you guys, we would be doing this just for our own entertainment, which would still be totally acceptable but it's a lot better when i know there's people out there that do enjoy it and listen so uh for me personally and of course i know from mike uh, thank you very much for listening and uh you got anything there big guy no not really all right well that being said Good we're night. out of here thanks for listening bye bye <laughs> all right guys uh following up to our show here today i'm gonna give you guys uh three songs here that i don't mind listening to uh, every now and then First song is Get Ugly by Jason Derulo, Dessert by Da Win, and Cake by the Ocean by DNCE. Hope you all enjoy. Ladies, let your hair down. Let your hair down. He's about to get out. Oh my, oh my, oh my god. This girl straight and this girl not. Tipsy off that piece to rot, like. Jeans so tight, I can see loose change. Do your thing, thing, girl, do that thing, like. Get ugly. Get ugly. That thing, do your thing, thing, girl, do that thing, like. Turn them pretty faces, girls trying to press each other, and friends undercover, 
Get ugly. Get ugly. Get ugly. It's wrong. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's wrong. They can imitate you, but they can't duplicate you. Cause you got something special that makes me wanna taste you. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's wrong. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's What you gonna what you gonna do with that dessert? Do what do what they got? Are you saving that dessert for me? Cause if you are, baby, you know you could work for me. The way you do it causing jealousy. But you don't ever gotta worry about the enemy. They try to do it like you. And they get mad cause they don't do it successfully. They try to copy your moves. But they don't ever ever do it that tastefully. They can imitate you. But they can't duplicate you. Cause you got something special that makes me wanna taste you. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's wrong. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's wrong. They can imitate you, but they can't duplicate you. Cause you got something special that makes me wanna taste you. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's wrong. I want it all day long. I'm addicted like it's wrong. What you gonna, what you gonna do with that dessert? Do what, do what they got.
Are you saving that dessert for me? Cause if you are, baby, you know you can work for me. The way you do it causing jealousy. But you don't ever gotta worry about the enemy. Yeah, they try to do it like you. And they get mad cause they don't do it successfully. Yeah, they try to copy your moves. But they don't ever, ever do it that tastefully. They can imitate you. But they can't duplicate you. Cause you got something special that makes me wanna taste you. I want it. Let's start living dangerously
Okay. There it is. There it is. Um, great tunes by Mike. Great tunes. That's for sure. Enjoy them. Enjoy them a lot. So uh, with that being said, I guess it's now my turn to play some music. Um, I've got a couple of tunes here for you guys. I got Lay Down Easy by Magic. I got Wild Things by, uh, I think it's Alisa Kara, maybe. I might be screwing up her name. And then the last one is Prophets of Rage by Prophets of Rage. Uh, for those of you that don't know, that would be the uh, Tom from Rage Against the Machine. Uh, who all is it in it again? We got um, Be Real from Cypress Hill. And then... I can't remember the other dude. I should have been more prepared. Oh, well, you guys will know it. You'll figure it out real quick. Uh, pretty good tunes by them. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoy all the music we've been sharing with you. If you like it, like it, let us know, of course, because that's how we know if we're going to keep doing it or not. If you guys don't say you don't like it, we're going to keep doing it. You're going to get stuck with it. That's just the way it's going to work. So hopefully you guys uh, dig it. All right? I'm trying to lay you down easy. Check me out, girl. I'm at the magic floor. Check my word. Now I know you don't believe me when I say I do it right. My confidence is peaking to be close to you tonight. Baby, this is human nature. Let's turn our gadgets out. Smoke a little vapor and stay up till the sun. Inspired by your charm Imagine how I'm feeling Falling inches from your grace I feel like Robin Marley Got me waiting here in vain I love your profile Girl, your body so hot Number one for my clock I yo, my boy, take way tonight I want your rope and come in I yo, my say, I'm my dream Love how you keep it tight
So that's it. Those are my three songs. You heard Mike's three songs. Hope you guys enjoyed them, as I said before. And that'll be it for this episode of the MBM Podcast. Make sure you please like and share us on Facebook, as well as check us out on mbmpodcast.podbean.com. And if you're having a hard time finding us on Facebook, it is MBM Podcast, everything RC. And have yourself a great day, evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are, whenever you are. We'll talk to you later.